anyway, so we can do it. All right. Cool. Welcome to the podcast, Lily. Thanks for jumping on today. Thank you for having me. No problem. Um, so I'll delve into it. A way I like to break the ice is by asking you something that's a little quirky. You might think that's a little weird and you don't know if everyone else does it. Okay. Yeah. Okay, something I do. Yeah, something a bit weird, you know. Ooh, <laughs> this is a hard one. Yeah. So it might be that, you know, you eat peanut butter out of the jar, you eat the whole tub of it or, you know, um, like <laughs> I have I have double jointed arms. Oh, okay. So yeah. to crack them like in the morning, I'm a mm. big like finger cracker, arm cracker, and oh, then really? it just kind of like turns around and gives me a good crack yeah. back in there. That's yeah. pretty weird. I don't think... Don't think many people would do that, no. but I definitely ride that one yeah, just okay. to like freak people out sometimes. Yeah, yeah we well, freak me out a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> it's gross, me, so. isn't it? No, nah, it's cool, but that's probably, that's probably what I do. Hey, yeah. I can't think of. There's probably more, but I can't think of anything right now. Yeah, put definitely. me on the spot. Yeah, I know it's a bit like that. <laughs> anyway, so the ice has been broken. Let's take a step Great. back and okay. hear about your high school years. Obviously, we went to the same primary school, you know. We did. And um, when did you want to become an actor? Like, when did, what, was there like a defining moment or? Well, um, my mum started me in speech and drama when I was five, mm -hmm. purely because she wanted me to feel confident in front of classmates when we had to do those speeches and mm. public speaking and stuff. And then I kind of fell in love with that, like with poetry and performing for like an audience almost yeah. and then uh, my mum didn't want me to do it because she thought like any young kid's dream oh she's just saying this because she wants to be famous or mm. she wants money or something like that so she never let me do acting classes and then when I was 12 I'd saved up for like a year from doing like car washes and little things around the house mm. and I was like mum I've saved up all the money you can't stop me from doing an acting class now yeah. and then that's kind of where it all began wow I started there so you paid for your like first acting class yeah wow yeah. that's awesome yeah that's so cool um so you talked a little bit about your parents did they have a big influence on you becoming an actor like did they want you to do it like yeah I think um they have always been very supportive and wanted me to follow my dreams and whatever I wanted to do. But I think they, like, mum just wanted me to know that it is really hard. Like, it's mm. probably one of the hardest industries to crack. Yeah. And I think she wanted me to understand that, like, you have to really want it and you mm. have to really push for it and prove yourself. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Wow, yeah, definitely. So moving on to the next segment, it's okay. all things like acting. Mm -hmm. So you arrive on Ramsey Street. Tell <laughs> us a little bit about how it felt and the feelings that were going through your head. Well, I auditioned in my house um, yeah. because I was 15 when I got the role. Oh, so wow. I was working at a chemist. Like I couldn't yeah. afford to go to a studio and tape. So yeah. mum used to do it with me. Okay. Um, and we sent it off not thinking anything of it. Mm. And then I got a call back. They flew me down to Melbourne yeah. and met with these other girls. And they were all so much older than me. And I was like, nah, it's mm. not going to happen, but it's fine. Yeah. And then I was at school one day and I got a call from my agent being like, you've got the role. You move wow. tomorrow. 
you start tomorrow. So I kind of just, I didn't have time to think about it. And I went down there and I spent a week on set, like meeting everyone. Mm. Um, and it was the weirdest feeling. I just mm. remember being so excited. Like I've never been mm. so happy about something in my life. And so intimidated as well, because I used to watch the show. Yeah. So going on and seeing these people in real life, I was like, be calm, play it yeah. cool, like it's yeah. all good. And I had no idea how a set worked either. Okay. I'd only done short films. So yeah. it was, it, Neighbours is the fastest paced um, show in, I think maybe the world. Wow. Don't quote me on that. Yeah, it might yeah. be, it's definitely Australia, but I don't know. Um, so it was a lot oh. to get used to. Yeah. But yeah, wow. Yeah. That's awesome. Sorry, yeah. I'm going to have to move my dog. She, That's all right. She's barking. <laughs> but anyway. Um, so can, yeah, can you tell us a little bit about what an average day looks like for you on set? Um, it's really, I always get this question and it's hard to explain because every day is so different. Yeah. And it depends on your storyline. But um, I was quite a prominent character. So... It kind of meant that for me, I don't know why, but the schedule boys always had me working, maybe because I was young, yeah. but I was up most mornings at four oh, um, wow. and I would get to set and the biggest, this I'll give you the biggest day that yeah, yeah. I would do. So get up at four, be at work for like 5.36 in makeup and hair for about an hour because I used to curl my hair yeah, yeah. every day um, wow. and then... I would be on set and then you have a lunch break at 12 um, and then we film studio and location at the same time yeah. but for different blocks. Yeah. So you'll be filming on location for the plot line for the week ahead but in studio you'll be filming for the storyline for the week before. So you've kind of got like a lot going on to think yeah. about. Like you could break up with someone yeah. in the studio block and then you're back together on location. So it's all about like, there's a lot of prep involved yeah, to make wow. sure you know where your head's at. Um, and then the latest that you would finish is like 11 at night on location. If there was, if you were doing big scenes, but normally you finish at 545. So okay. then to get back home, I'd probably get home at like seven wow. and do it all again. And so would that be five days a week or seven? Five days a week. So you yeah. have weekends to like go through and, yeah. do your book and stuff wow okay so yeah. basically consumed your whole life whole life yeah, yeah yeah so you couldn't ever get doctor appointments or go and do anything that you needed to do like fix yeah. a car anything like that because you just don't know they'll call you up and be like someone's called in sick you need to come in now like mm. where are you um yeah. so it was constantly wow. kind of on call which was yeah. really cool but yeah yeah Did, was there any like stages where you like felt like giving up or um not giving up there were definitely i mean there's highs and lows with mm. a job where people are on screen yeah. um so there's a lot of other things involved um that comes with the job that people either um, attach onto and are obsessed with that or they're not at all yeah. so it was kind of like navigating there were 26 of us cast members in a room like Ooh. as big as I don't know like a small kitchen like it was tiny yeah it was big enough for maybe one or two people so we were all crammed like had a little space each there were maybe four people on one table it was 
it was quite intense. Wow. Um, so there weren't times where I felt like giving up because yeah. I loved the job so much and I loved the mm. work. Mm. Um, but it definitely had its challenges. Yeah. So I was constantly pushing myself there. Yeah. No, that's yeah. awesome. Definitely. So um, now when did you make the big decision to leave Neighbours? <laughs> so uh, when I signed on, they give you a three-year contract that you yeah. can't get out of in okay. that time. And then after that... Uh, you have an option and they have an option to continue your contract. Yeah. So either I can say no or they can say no. Yeah. Um, and I just felt like after three years, I'd done like my teenage years and growth, like mm. my pivotal growth was on that show. Yeah. And I was itching to get to America. So yeah, wow. I just thought I'd, I'd leave. Yeah. 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 So was that like the big vision? Like had you always had that or it progressively just came Um, about when you're on the show? Like you spoke to some people on the show and they're like, yeah, I've heard all about LA. It's, you know, where you go. (laughs) (laughs) Well, everyone does say that, but I wanted to go to America before I got the show. So my my plan, if I didn't book anything, was to try and get over there anyway. Um, So I think... The show was great because I learnt so much Mm. and now I know how a set works so I can jump onto any set and feel comfortable, which I think is quite necessary. Yeah. Um, It was kind of like going to acting school for three years, you know? Yeah, that's what I was about to say. It's almost like you just had intense university for three years at at the age of, was it 15 you started? Yeah, it was. 15, yeah, wow. Jeez. Yeah. Awesome experience so young. So, um, now can you tell us a little about the opportunities that have arise through acting? Like whether it be with, you know, helping out um, certain communities or, you know, going to red carpet events. Mm. Like can you tell us about some of the exciting glamour? There's been a lot actually. Um, I'm not really into the glamour side. It's something that I've never been interested in. So, My first Logies was very overwhelming, Mm. Um, but it was really cool because I had like a nice support network. Um, It was in Melbourne. And then the second one I went to was on the Gold Coast actually. So it was nice Mm. to come back up and like see like family. And and my mum came with me to that one. So that was really cute, but um, it's really inspiring to go to events like that, to be around the best Australian actors are all in one room and you're like, oh my goodness, yeah. like I've watched you on everything. And yeah. It's just crazy. Um, Bit of a pinch me moment. Yeah. Yeah. But I think there's a lot of other great things that came from it. Like I did a huge anti-bullying campaign with mm. Supre, Um and then I did it with Headspace. So yeah. I went to a lot of um, meetings and I got to meet some really awesome people that are trying to change yeah. like that whole dynamic. Mm. Um, and then you'd go and visit the hospitals, like home yeah. and away and neighbors would go together and you'd go wow. and see sick kids and just make them happy. And it was yeah. kind of events like that, that made me feel really great about what we do and being yeah. able to put a smile on people's faces. Oh, hundred yeah. percent. So can you tell us a little bit more about that stuff you did with those guys? Cause I think, you know, at, like, I don't know if you agree with this, but like, Helping someone is worth more than any paycheck. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like the feeling of that smile and the feeling of that kind message that they send to you, it's just like, wow. Yeah, it it is amazing. And I think um, 
a small conversation with them for five or ten minutes changes their whole life. Yeah. And for you, it might not seem like a big deal, but to them it is. So I always try and give everyone as much time as I can because obviously mm. we're, we're quite limited with time. Yeah. Um, and just hearing their stories and just making them feel like um, it's okay mm. to talk to someone because obviously the kids in hospital are very sick. Yeah. Um, and then I actually did a big campaign for... It's called Girls Who Glow, and okay. um, they basically travel Australia and talk to girls that uh, about like transitioning through teenage years mm. and the challenges with like bullying and knowing yourself and like yeah. feeling depressed or lonely and all mm. that stuff. And we kind of talk about our experiences. Yeah. And I met a lot of amazing girls there, and hearing their stories it breaks your heart, but mm. also a big wake up call to just think like Ooh. everyone is going through something. Yeah. And kindness really helps someone yeah. even when you don't think it does yeah. you know even just a smile like it really helps them definitely you want to judge that person but you never know what they're going through and exactly it's, it's very hard like we're all guilty of it you know we all make those first impressions we all think like you know oh that person's that because of what they're wearing mm -hmm. or how they look they've got a tattoo mm -hmm. on them you know you automatically think they're a bad person it's just they're not like, smiling so they're yeah. rude or mean or exactly. something like that but so, yeah, and I think um, when you when I walked into the room, there'd be like a good 50, 60 girls in it in mm. each um, group, and you look at them and you're like, you're so young. Like, mm. what could you kind of assume? Like, they're probably maybe having some friendship like yeah. dramas and stuff, and then you sit down with them, six or seven girls each, and hearing the stories is just like, oh my goodness, mm. like at that age. So yeah. I still talk to some of them on online. They like oh, send me messages, yeah. and I'll kind of help them where I can. Yeah. But it's important for them to know that I'm not. Um, it was really hard because I'm I'm not a professional. Like I no. I don't have a degree in this. It's yeah. kind of just my advice yeah yeah and to kind of just take it with a grain of salt but mm, awesome. it still feels good that's such great work i love it Thank um you. on your plate and you're a bit overwhelmed mm -hmm. what do you do like do you do do you practice gratitude do you do some meditation do you do yoga like what do you do to like sort of get away from all that acting and what must be going through your mind to yeah. think about that next script or something yeah. like that i think when i was uh it changes like everywhere that I am but um in Melbourne like if I was working all the time I would just <laughs> I would all the noises are going off all the noises are going off at the same time it is not she good she looks great now though yeah she's good very happy yeah. um so when I was in Melbourne I think I tried to meditate a bit mm -hmm. I'm not very good at sitting in silence because there's constantly something going on in my head mm -hmm. but I really tried to practice that um, in LA, I worked out a lot. So mm. that would be an hour where I could just not think about anything. Um, it was like a group, like training class. So I didn't, it, you know, you're just focusing on running, getting that mile, like getting all that stuff in. So yeah, burning those cows. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then since coming back here, I've only been back for a week um, yeah. and it's very quiet here. So I'm struggling a little bit with the transition mm. from one, maybe one of the busiest cities to yeah. one of the quietest in my mind. Yeah. Um, so I'm just trying to get back in the ocean again mm -hmm. and go for walks along the beach yeah. and just 
try and I have like a little um, like a little someone just told me like to make a small little list of the things that I can achieve in my day yeah. to just make me feel like I'm accomplishing mm. something every day. Mm. Um, so I'm trying that out. Yeah. And that seems to help. It's uh, good. Oh, definitely. Like I know, you know, when you, you think you're so busy, yeah. but I think one thing is like your actions will express priority. So like if you're, let's say, you know, uh, like you, you want to catch up with this friend and you're like, oh, I've got all these things on my plate. Mm. And if you actually write them down and tick them off, you're like, you know what? I've actually got time. Like, it's just my mind saying, you know what? Uh, yeah, it's your mindset, isn't it? Yeah. 100%. So, yeah, I, I'm, I totally agree with that. Like, you love, I love ticking off things, you know, as you go. And then you might get them done by like 12 o'clock and you'll be like, yeah, you know, let's do it. Yeah, and it makes you feel really accomplished and like nice. Oh, and- yeah good that you've done them so that's what i'm trying here yeah no that's awesome so now the next subject it's Mm -hmm. all about reflection and people have had a big effect on your life and also some personal development so can you tell us a little about little about the expectations that must have been you know put on you like with statements like you're the next margot robbie you know like everything like that like how did you sort of cope with all that well i think that particular one is quite flattering purely because she has come from neighbors and then all of a sudden she's like Hollywood's Mm. biggest actor. Um, so that's quite nice to hear. Yeah. I think, um, my priority was always focusing on work and I put in a hundred percent and, um, there was, I don't know. I think, I think it comes with the job. Everything Mm. comes with the job, like expectations. And I tried to fulfill everything that I possibly could, but there were definitely times where I needed to just debrief. And it's hard because no one, no one really understands it unless you're in it. If you're not in the industry, it's really hard to explain like the ins and outs and the little things to someone. So it was nice to have, um, like I had one, one or two really good friends there. So it was nice to just be able to talk to them about Mm. the frustrations and just get that out. And then we would help each other. Yeah. Yeah. And definitely it's like, it's like you just got to almost focus on what you need to get done and then not worry about what else, what everyone else is saying, because otherwise, Mm. you know, you take too much of it in, it's going to be, like so exactly um, there's no point in taking everyone else's like negative energy and it's mm. all about just kind of like focusing on the good and finding the people that are good and then yeah. even helping people so. yeah because then that's how you grow so yeah yeah awesome and um now a lot of people have i've spoken to have have a certain morning ritual are you the same do you have a little morning ritual that sort of will get you going and feel you empowered for the rest of the day <laughs> I've only just come back here, so I feel like it changes everywhere that I am. Yeah, have. and you, you know, you're traveling a lot. You're in Europe. Yeah, yeah. I was in Europe. That was beautiful. That was incredible. Yeah. Um, I think before I left, so when I was like 15, yeah. um, I used to try and go in the ocean every morning, mm-hmm. which was nice. Just, yeah. Or just kind of watch the sunrise. I've been watching mm. the sunrise every morning since I've been back. Oh, wow. And it's really pretty to see it over the ocean and come yeah. up and it's just... Relax. Yeah, it just yeah. starts your day off well. Mm. Um, that's what I do now. Yeah. I used to just go straight and exercise though, first thing I would do. Mm. But I'm trying to just chill out. 
right yeah. now. <laughs> a little yeah. more. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm on the same. I just go straight into exercise. Like, yeah. I can't. I just feel. You're oh, a machine. I just need to get going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I do. Like, yeah. I know that feeling. Yeah. So, um, and now the next is all about like people who've had significant, you know, figures that have been in your life. So that you consider mentors or do you have any like certain aspect? like mentors for different aspects of your life, you know? Um, there's a woman called Colette Mann who mm. I was on the show with and she played my grandmother. So yeah. when I came on, she mentored me into um, like the right things to do, how to respect a crew and not bring your phone on set and like all of yeah. that kind of stuff like on screen and off screen that she yeah. taught me. Um, and then also when, when you air and suddenly like – your social media blows up and like how to handle that and not mm. just kind of just to stay grounded and stay yeah. humble and and I think I really have to thank her for that because yeah. she kind of go two ways and I'm glad that she took me yeah. into like the positive good way yeah well wow. um and so she was like the mother actor she was yeah, yeah yeah um and I think um, my best friend Mavorni, like she helps me with. We both get it because we. I met her on the show, so mm. and now we're both off the show. We're trying to like kind of make our way into yeah. bigger things, and so we kind of have each other to support. And then yeah, um, and someone to talk about it too. Yeah, you exactly. Would, you would feel a bit lonely, like you yeah. know, going out, doing all this. So, yeah. yeah, and my boyfriend is pretty much my best friend, so we yeah. talk every day and I just can get my frustrations out and he's yeah. good. He was the one that gave me the list, so he's like oh, really helps yeah. me with that kind of stuff yeah. that I don't see because yeah. I'm so creative and he's he's not a part of the industry at all, so he oh, can okay. kind of like give me a perspective from the outside, Yeah, yeah, yeah. which is nice, keeps yeah. me grounded as well. Yeah. So they're my main three. That's awesome. That's yeah. what you want. <laughs> <laughs> Now, I'm a big believer in, like, giving back, and you spoke a little bit about it before. Yeah. But can you tell us, like, are there any projects coming up that you, you want to give back to, or is there any, like, schooling, go back to the school, and Ooh. or, like, do you have anything that you want to, you know, do while you're back here? I love talking to um, young teens. Mm -hmm. It's something that really fulfills me. Yeah. Um, just to make them feel like they can kind of relate to someone a little bit more, you know, when you're in that mm. age and you feel like you can't talk to your parents or like someone older. So yeah, I would love to get back into that. But the thing is like, once you leave a show, um, there are new people on the show now, you know what I mean? So mm. people want to work, work with them. So I'm more, if an opportunity came up, I would 100% do it. Yeah. Um, but right now I think there's not a lot on the cards mm. for that kind of thing. Yeah. But I'm always open to it. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. There you go. Anyone out there listening, Lily's willing to help you guys. Hit me up. Let's <laughs> work up. together. Yeah. <laughs> um, now, do you believe that environment is everything? So taking a look at, let's say, your four closest friends, and if they're not inspiring you to become better, then as harsh as it sounds, like finding new ones because that's the only way you're going to grow. Yeah. So, like, did you ever have to leave any negative groups of people, like, have to not cut ties, but almost just say, look, like this is the direction I'm going and, you know, jump on board or you can just, you know, like not like, cause you know, it, yeah. And it's tough because like a lot of people like to talk shit, you know, it's like mm -hmm. we're in a, you know, society where 
gossip is cancer, you know? Yeah, and it's, and it's easier. It's so common. It's so common. Like, I was at a cafe not long... It was actually a week ago. And I was doing a little bit of work there. And no joke, I didn't have my earphones on because I just like to, you know, be a bit free. And then these two girls were just two hours nonstop just talking about nothing but, you know, gossip. Yeah. So... I, um, I went to this... Um, like motivational seminar yesterday. Yeah, tell us a little bit that. Well, the guy was just saying, I mean, you definitely take it with a grain of salt, but the guy was saying <laughs> um, people that are attracted to like negative um, energies and thoughts. And so if someone's like talking about something bad, instantly they will want to talk about that rather than being like, you know, when have you ever heard people saying like, oh, I can't believe, uh, talking shit about someone. Yeah. And rather than standing up for them and being like, you know what, I kind of don't agree with you guys. Like, yeah. they're a good person. Yeah. What, hardly anyone does that. It's no. always, they just go to that negative side. So, yeah. Um, it's I, all, yeah, it's almost like you'd feel like, they'd be like, what, what are you talking about, you know? And it's, then it gets awkward. And yeah, like, it's just like, it's it's just almost you just can't hang around them. Like, yeah, exactly. I yeah. definitely. Um, I mean, since when I went on the show, I had a few close friends, and we ended up going our own ways yeah. because I could never see them, or mm. you know, we just changed a lot. I grew up really fast on that show. Yeah. Um, I was mm. hanging out with like sixty-year-olds, you know, yeah. like all well, the crew. And so you'd just naturally be more mature and like. Yeah, yeah. I learned from them. I feel yeah. like who I am today is a part of everyone that I worked with. Mm. And I was the youngest on the set main cast. Yeah, um, basically for just quite like a, a sponge absorbing all yeah. the information. Yeah. Yeah. So um, that definitely happened, and I think since coming back now after traveling and seeing America, which is a yeah. whole other like, oh, yeah. you know, pool of fish. Um, yeah. I am just starting to try and find like new groups and mm. people that motivate and inspire me because yeah. I feel like it's a it's a like kind of like a butterfly effect like you just yeah. kind of if someone's positive around you you instantly want to be positive mm. too and you want to be motivated yeah and, yeah, and it, I feel like Australians have this thing like a tall poppy syndrome they don't want to say yeah. what you're doing is great like you know um for example, what you're doing, right? Like you couldn't yeah. run 5Ks or something and now you're <laughs> running like 30. Yeah. You should be so proud of that, you know yeah. what I mean? And tell people and it's yeah. not being boasting, it's just being humble and being proud of yeah. the things you've achieved. Mm. And I think if you're around the wrong group, they can definitely try and pull you down because mm. you're doing great things. So if you're around people that are also doing great things, then yeah. you're only gonna go higher. Exactly, and I think you like touched on it really great there how you sort of talked about, you know, the environment is like around those positive people that are only going to lift you up. Yeah. And I think that's one thing I've realized. One mentor told me, like, I'm, so I only started that deal journey count 16 weeks ago and I would have never like seen myself doing lives, like being so out there. Yeah. And the one tip he told me was just, um, we always focus on the negative. So every time you post something, you're always thinking, oh, like, what's that mm -hmm. person going to say about mm -hmm. me? Oh, you know, what's that person going to think? Yeah. And so think of the positives. Like, think of, like, oh, you know, create this um, imaginary person, for example. So, like, might be, you know, let's name him James. Mm -hmm. And James is, like, you just name the attributes that you want to be around, like positive, optimistic, outgoing, um, like has got big goals 
and then you just speak directly to that person and you're just like, you know, if I reach that person, you know, that's, that's all you need. And I think that like yeah. sort of change in how you look at things, it just yes. can change everything. And then you just don't worry about it, you know, like mm. it, it comes out of whatever reason that comes out of the, the, their response, if yeah. it's negative. And if it's, I feel like if you can reach one person, then you're doing yeah. a job. Exactly. Yeah. 100%. Couldn't agree more. Um, so what's the next step for Lily Vandermeer? <laughs> like you're in your hometown. Are you taking yes. some time off just to regroup and almost like, cause I love this saying to take a step back to take two steps forward, you know? Yeah. I feel like that's where I am right now. Yeah. I'm not taking a break. No. Um, because I am so focus and I'm such a um, determined person yeah. that it, it is very hard for me to have a break. Yeah. Um, I just want to work all the time Yeah. because I love it so much, I guess. So mm-hmm. I'm back here because I just wanted to be around family for a bit mm. and be able to do auditions for America from Australia Okay. Yeah. rather than the thing that I'm missing about America is that I could go in the room over there and meet the casting directors and do an audition in front of them. Yeah. Whereas now I can only send off my audition. Okay. So they're not meeting me in person. So there's definitely pros and cons to being back here. Um, but I'm, to be honest, my number one reason I'm waiting on a visa. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I've gone back and forth. <laughs> Being like, I'm just yeah. visiting. Yeah, yeah. I'm not here to act. What yeah. do you mean? <laughs> um, and the last time they almost didn't let me in. So oh, wow, okay. I really need to stay here yeah. until my green card comes through. Yeah. You can have my visa. I'm not going to use it. That would be amazing, Dylan. That would be amazing. <laughs> but yeah, when yeah. I get it, I actually have to move there for oh, wow. um, at least six months of the year for yeah. 10 years. So. Wait, you'll move, you'll live there for at least six months. Mm-hmm. Of every year. Oh, wow. Yeah. Jeez. So when it comes, I'm like, I'm off. Yeah, so you, uh, we won't see you for a while. <laughs> I mean, if I can afford to come back to Australia for a bit, I will. Yeah. Especially over Christmas time. I yeah. I feel like that's important to be around family, but Some for the next 10 too. years, yeah. Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's awesome. That's exciting, but... It is exciting. Yeah. yeah. So lastly, if you had any advice to give any aspiring actresses or actors out there, what would one piece of advice you'd give them? Um, I think um, the thing that helped me the most was getting on sets any way that I could before Neighbours. Um, Mm. so I would go on to, uh, find like local short films that were being made and I would, you know, you don't get paid and you're lucky if you get footage from it to use for a showreel. Um, and you'd be on set like little kids, you know, I was like 12, 13, you're on set for... 12 hours like a long time for a young kid but that was the best experience that I had Mm. also taking classes I still when I was on Neighbours I was still doing workshops and classes and still um, strengthening my skills so I think doing doing the back work because a lot of people just think like uh, oh they can do it it happened overnight for them I can do it but what they don't see is like the years of work that went on beforehand Mm -hmm. and during as well yeah so I think getting on a set wherever you can yeah so just putting yourself out there yeah and you know 
seeing what you can create. Pretty much. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. Well, thanks so much for jumping on, Lily. Thank you. And it was fun. You've got some exciting things coming up, and I uh, hope you get the visa as ASAP. Thank you very much. <laughs> no problem. Awesome. <laughs> There we go. What an interview. That was great. That was cool.